Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 384 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 384. So each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel TV station. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So our tools for review this week, it is close to holidays and next week is in fact Christmas and Hanukkah's this weekend and Kwanzaa's in process and right afterwards we New Year's and poof, we'll be popping into 2023. So with that, we're going to keep it pretty succinct in our conversations today so as not to draw out the time that it takes for listening while you're in the midst of shopping. Uh, so our two tools for review this week. Um, have been discussed at different reasons historically, but they are persistently tools that I use and tools that I thoroughly enjoy for the purpose of our discussion today and our technique discussion. And the first is trendwatchers.co. Trendwatchers, uh, what can I say? It helps you define what is out being discussed, what is trending. You can base it on category keywords, context, geographies, uh, mediums, channels, uh, users, people providing the content. It allows you to really get to understand what is out in the space of what is going on. Um, this is very valuable for our technique discussion this week, different than when we just reviewed the tool historically. And this goes back, actually, the earlier part of the year we reviewed Trend Watchers as a tool that we just gotten acquired to at that point. Trend Watchers for me now is a great way of looking at content inspiration. Uh, with our discussions in AI content development and so forth, that is a discussion about content that you already have a perspective of what you want to talk about. And therefore, you then have to create the content surrounding it. And that has a whole different set of research tools. We've shared those with you on other podcasts and on the live show. Here, we're talking about the inception of defining what is worthy of discussion that you can share content about that you are uh, an authority on or at least related to. You Obviously, you don't want to talk about things that are not connected to your business, your hotel, your restaurant. But the means of finding out information that was worthy to consider as content development and Trend Watchers as a tool is incredibly effective for that. So that is trendwatchers.co. Second tool of discussion today is, again, similar to the inspiration of Trend Watchers, is Topic Mojo. Now, Topic Mojo is a tool that allows you to define what is being used and discussed, very similar to Trend Watchers, hence the reason why we put them together today, to begin to find a reference point, a stick in the sand as to this is content to be considered. Obviously, if you already know what you're wanting to have as content and what have you, 
you don't need to make sure that it is of value if you feel that there's already value to it. But you can use either of these tools as, as an authentication process of your idea. Like, okay, I think this is a big topic or I think this is content relevant. Let me see what the trend of these are. Let me see what the topic value of these things are. And it's going to tell you whether or not there's people who are actually looking at it the way you're looking at it. You know, I've constantly come up with things, oh my God, this is a great piece of content. And I go to see if anybody's looking for that type of content and I get big old goose eggs. Nope, it was just what I thought was important, but not inter and interesting, not what other people thought was important and interesting. So our two tools for today for review are trendwatchers.co and topicmojo.com, which brings us to our discussion of our technique of the week. Now for this week's hospitality technique. So our technique this week is communicating using social platforms. It's value for 2023. We will talk more about this uh, in our uh, live show discussion here in just a few minutes, but the technique combination of com communicating with social media platforms is the real relevant value of social media platforms for 2023. As we go through and we will discuss the ambiguity of social media platforms, uh, their value proposition, their diminished value proposition, the confusion of these platforms, the uh, data security of these platforms, the uh, authentication value of these platforms, all the things we'll talk about the, that we talked about in the live show that we review shortly. The idea is the value of social media is still primarily in its means of communication. And as we talked in our discussion today on the live show, and we're reiterating it here in our technique discussion, is all said and done, you as a business needs a place of, of communication that is in the places that your guests are in. Now, you can say, I develop content from my website, and I use relevancy for that, and I'm very good about updating content on my website. Should you be a property that actually is in control of your website? As we know brand hotels aren't. Uh, for that reason... Um, you are good and for putting content for it being when people are on your website. But the idea of it is this. It's like sitting in your living room and you have all this great information, but the people that would be interested in that information are not in your living room. They're in the bars or the, the venues, and unless you're there where they are sharing the information, it doesn't have value to them. They have to discover and knock on your door and go, hey, you have this information that I want, and then it's like, great, and you can share it. That's kind of like what your website is doing. You have to drive the traffic to your website with SEO and SEM to have them enjoy the benefit of the content that you're sharing, but you need the other side of that conversation, which is being in the places where your guests and future guests are at, AKA social media channels, to share your voice, to be in a forum that they can discover your content, not just from SERP pages and for well-placed ads that drive people to you, to the content that you wish to share. So the real value of social media in comparison to your other options is a communication platform. It used to be that you're out for people following you and sharing you, and we went through on the live show the metrics of how very small those numbers are on social media platforms these days organically. You are a fractional exposure of organic content to your users compared to all the other content that they're submitted and exposed to, uh, regardless of their interest in you. And the only really real way of getting in, ensuring you're getting in front of these people is to pay for that exposure. Those are paid campaigns. So 
when you think of your social media platforms, it's not about how many thousands of people follow you, which of course improves your odds of discoverability and also exposing the content you do post in social to those audiences to a fractional degree. But it's more about using the platform as a means of discovery in an area that people use it. Um, and for that reason, social is fundamental to your ability to have a corporate presence. As we discussed on the live show, since we're seeming to blend the conversations between our technique discussion and our, our news and, and live show review, is the idea that you as a company do not have many venues to express your perspective or your content or communication. You have reviews with guests, which allow you feedback to those guests' engagement with you, those platforms that allow you to be able to give the feedback back. You have press releases, which are more factual, functional, and they're also delegated and regulated to people that are interested in the content and in the distribution of that content that you've shared with them, so you don't have really controlling over the message. Um, and then you have if your website, the place that you put and harbor all of your point of truth content that you share. For brand hotels, that third option is completely off the table. They don't have that. So it makes it even more critical that you use social as a means of sharing content in a place that is easier or easier discoverable by your guests because it's a platform they're already engaged with. And so from this, maybe you drive advertising to ensure that they see it to a link of a post in your Facebook page, which adds the authentication if you're advertising on Facebook and driving to a Facebook post that you're not trying to hijack them to an external source that can create problems for them, not knowing you to trust you. Um, they then can discover all the other pieces of content that you have there. Now, obviously, with your website, if you have dedicated content pages, which you should always have for your ad campaigns and content that you find worthy, then you have that added benefit of being able to have that in combination with your social platform. But again, this the, the conversation we have mostly about the real value of social as a communication tool really lent into branded hotels' lack of other channels of communication. Because if you omit the social media channel, there is no real place for a particular individual branded hotel to have a means of expressing anything unique about them, say versus an ad variation, say versus a review response. And that's it. Because PR pieces, again, are canned and I'll actually have to go through brand anyway. So our technique discussion, which we're going to bleed right over into our live show review, is communicating using social platforms. It's real value for 2023. And that does bring us to our news and show review. Now, this week's hospitality news that you should know. So show review, we had the topic, um, which, of course, is parallel to our discussion here in the podcast. So what do we do with social in 2023? Um the idea of social and all the things that have happened to social, and as we mentioned in the live show, if this time last year you were to say that Facebook had a year of decline, lost 25% plus of its actual value, that uh, all social media platforms and Google are now second to a brand new social media platform that is dominant, which is TikTok for time spent online. Okay, and that Twitter was a self-imploded hot mess of unauthorized, unvalidated, self-inflicted wound uh, values owned by a billionaire that doesn't seem to understand the concept of what he bought. Um, I'd be kind of like, what? But that's the world we're living in right now. Um, and, and we talked about in the show the ver ver the growth of what Facebook first became, where first it was hard to convince ownership to include within the budget, annual budgeting process, social media channel 
campaign spends because it was so hard to define value. First, we went through the problem that there's no direct channel value to it. The ROI calculation, we talked about that in the live show in greater degree, wasn't strong enough to validate this expense. And then we get people to understand that it wasn't directly ROI as it was an accelerant or an amplifier to all the other campaign stuff that you were doing, that it amplified the message because it resonated the ad images and the content you were developing within the platforms that people were engaging with. We went through that process historically, but now we're in a process of redefining the real true value of social media. Facebook underplayed the impact of the security protocol in uh, privacy issues that iOS 14 rolled out two years ago. Uh, that hurt them in a revenue sense because their accuracy of ad capabilities went down. Hence, for the ROI went down, which is the first noticeable thing that owners look at. It's like, wait a minute, I'm spending that money, but I'm not getting as much money back as I thought it was. That calculation. Uh, and then also, too, the fact that it's a growing third-party cookie concern as time goes forward. And it's an issue that can't be addressed by Facebook in the way that it deals with other places. It can do very good accurate information within its own ecosystem, but when it tries to aggregate data outside of its ecosystem, it begins to create issues of accuracy of trackability because they're being closed out of so many places they used to have resources from. So for that reason, it, it brings into question the legitimizing of what money is being spent for social. And then also to what channel you're going to spend on social and what efforts are you going to go into it, which also are cost things that you have to consider for it. And so really, what is social good for? We talked about the pros and cons, the ups and downs, the benefits of. And it really boils down to it's still an active communication channel. It gives you a place to have a voice where you may not have a voice, a.k.a. the example we gave of brand hotels. Um, and also it can amplify your voice, voice just like we've always said, as an augmentation to all the other things you do for content generation, ad messaging, engagement, and community engagement that you have. It amplifies your ability to resonate with people on a platform that they use. So that was a very quick microcosm of our live show. Highly recommend listening to the live show about what we do with social in 2023 as to other modalities of communication value that social can provide and the values how each channel are reflected in both their demographics and their usability historically and their value proposition of authenticity and, and, and authority. So we covered it in much greater detail on the live show. Highly recommend that you, uh, if you're interested in that topic, to go listen to our live show. It was pretty more, uh, by much in detail and in depth. Our news conversation today is a little bit about the reality fruition of our holiday campaigns. We went into this holiday with uh, two perspectives, I would say. One, nobody thought it was going to be a bad holiday. Um, they thought it was going to be probably the last revenge travel of a, a surge related to COVID's lockdown that people were going to have because of all the other negative things that were affecting people's travel decisions associated with inflation, cost of living, obviously, uh, interest rates, the hell that the, the summertime showed that airlines incapacity to handle demand, uh, hotels, uh, money grab with high rates, uh, and, and of course, all aspects of travel. We went broke it down into budgets and so forth historically on the live show but uh, what the holiday season would be like that we're going to have a strong one before we goes into the dulls of recession and possible inflation um, it's actually from this article from skift uh, it, the lead of the article is inflation taps uh, the, the brakes on holiday travel plans for the year um, it actually is re realistically making a negative impact on travel as they point out in the article uh, 43 percent of all u.s adults intent on travel for christmas is down uh or excuse me 43 percent of all u.s adults intend on travel for christmas which is four percent decrease from the year before so 
it's having a negative impact. Now, is it taking away uh, is it the Grinch of Christmas or holiday travel? No, it is taking away from it. Less people are traveling because of uh, concerns with where they're going to spend their money. And rather than spending it on travel, they're actually trying to over you know to compensate for the inflationary aspect um, on um, their cost of buying presents. And the ability to see in person is um, now a question of long distance travel versus convenience travel where it isn't the cost of travel so high. So we are seeing negative impact on people's travel decision for the holidays, which in my mind is a precursor to the anticipation of what next year is rolling into. If we can't get them out the door for holidays, if we can't get them motivated for the purity of the value of enjoying the holidays and travel being a, a component of that, it's going to be way harder in the winter times to get people to travel travel if it's not truly of a strong purpose and when it comes to vacation travel when it comes to spring break considerations and summer considerations i think the finances the the costs associated with it will weigh very heavily on the decision model of whether um, what kind of vacation and travel they intend to have and where they're going to spend their money is it going to be spent more on a plane ticket and gas prices although gas is down now but travel expenses in general or are they going to want to spend more money on the actual value of entertainment and that includes possible reduction in their spend for accommodations as well so interesting article um, uh, of course, as always, the links for the, the uh, both the tools that we refer to and for the news articles are in our show notes, um, which, as of course, you can find always on our I Love Lucy Roadrun channel of HospitalityChannel.tv+. Again, uh, you can find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, 39 platforms and counting. Our show notes are always on all those platforms as well. We're even on Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri just simply to ask uh, them to play the Hospitality Marketing Podcast. And ta-da! our podcast will play. No matter which one you use, however, please uh, bang that uh, subscribe button if you haven't already. But if you have, then please leave us a comment and a review that helps others discover our content. Of course, if you haven't ever discovered us before, whatever platform you have, bang that subscribe button. That will keep you up. We do this every week. We've been doing it for 17 years as a podcast and nine years as a live TV show. Every week we've been doing a show and a a podcast. So we are always relevant in new content and always timely in the content that we provide. Uh, With that in mind, again, uh, all of the archives for the live show and the podcast are available at hospitalitychannel.tv. We also have, as I mentioned, our live TV show that we do on our own hospitality channel, which is on all smart TVs. Uh, You can also find it on Roku. Amazon, Apple, and Google uh, plugins, and Samsung, and all, like I said, smart TVs. Just look for the Hospitality Channel. We are there. Uh, the live show is always on the free side. There is a paywall there uh, for additional content. Um, and also, we have our Hospitality Marketing Club, which is an advanced marketers club uh, if you go to hospitalitymarketing.club we'd only ask for your email you put your email in i send you a quiz if you don't get 90 percent correct on the quiz which is only 10 questions but you have to get nine out of ten of them right you're invited in uh, this is not for basic beginners it's not for uh, learning basics uh, we are the criteria of answering the quiz correctly is to make sure that you understand how all this works so that you can uh, contribute to the conversations and learn from them uh, but it allows a more peer-related advanced discussion it's it's a fun club uh, you get free access to the content on the tv channel if you join the club right now the club is free uh, we won't begin monetizing until next year once we define the community that is best suited uh, continue to in collaboration with it it's on its own uh, ecosystem it's not on uh, shared platforms or anything it's not on facebook groups or anything it is its own entity uh, we keep everything internal for us so it is nice and comfortable and safe space and so forth so there you have it um 
Once again, my name is Lauren Gray. I thank you for the privilege of your time and look forward to talking to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 384 brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing and in support of the HSMAI, Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International, all right reserved copyright 2022.